Good afternoon or good evening. Today is Wednesday, September 23rd, and you're now listening to the Regroup Podcast. So, um, how was everyone's week or two last two weeks? Has y'all sleep been extra fast? It is. It has. It's been good, though. I'm going to have a bad week. <laughs> you got the virtual blues? I've been late to work every goddamn day. I've been <laughs> What you doing? Staying up late doing your homework? Your virtual homework? <laughs> Do you miss working from home? No. <laughs> Has but, traffic sped back up? Oh my what god. Traffic well, I, it was some traffic this morning, but I haven't really had any bad traffic. What's I was you? Just tired, you know? Like, <laughs> I'm worn out. I'm, but literally, I've been one minute from being late every day. Truth <laughs> is, I'm tired. <laughs> like, no lie, seriously. But no, I'm, I'm tired of virtual learning. I'm tired of virtual work. I love it. No, I, I can't do it. Like, literally, my child is <laughs> skipping school and skipping virtual school. and Virtual homeschool. Right. <laughs> at home or at his grandma's house, not logging in. Pretending that that it don't work. Got me calling school, fussing, talking about y'all not helping us out. And come to find out, he just clock, he just getting up at 8 o'clock and pushing the button. Oh, they ain't let me in. I'm done for the day. <laughs> go lay back. Yeah, go lay back there and go playing. Everybody else sitting there, sitting at the computer all day. And his grandma didn't think to say, hmm, you, you got oh, some work to do. So. Yeah. And he's, he has his laptop and everything he needs. His essentials in the backpack. Oh, uh-huh, and he got, I even printed off the paper, you know, I printed off the schedules. But you know, sometimes <laughs> it's just easier. I'm an alarm clock mom, so I have that alarm all day. And I'm like, she's like, what's that alarm for? And I'm like, oh, it's this, it's math, it's whatever. But guess what? I do that too. He just turned the goddamn alarms off. So I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm two seconds away from the But now do you feel like you need to move to college with him? Because I considered that for Denver. Not because she's like, bullshit. But like, I don't know. She's my child. only child, so I feel like. You know, if she decided to go to like Ole Miss or something, I think I would like actually go and live there. He's not my only child no more, so no, he's on his own. <laughs> no, no, I don't know, but I don't know how that's gonna work out for me. But I seriously do envision myself moving to uh, wherever, wherever she goes, raising her kids and everything. I don't, I don't know. I think uh, virtual learning hasn't stressed me. I think I'm just waiting for the grades to hit because my kid is a high schooler. You got to trust a sophomore. Them. Yeah, so I just let her do her thing, and we'll see once. Um, she knows time for the progress reports of grades to be sent out. But I did. They did send something the other day saying, you know, you can send your kids to virtual, you know, traditional school. And I texted them and said, do you want to go to school? Oh, yes, today. Um, don't forget, sign me up. I'll do it myself. Like, <laughs> like, send me the link. I'm like, okay. So, yeah. we're definitely going back to school because I think she's over it. Yeah, mine's going to get dropped off. No, <laughs> I'm going to wait until January and we'll see from there. I can't, I can't wait to travel. <laughs> like, I'm finna go. Like, I ain't buying no uniforms or nothing. I had bought school supplies when I thought they were going to school. I'm finna go get uniforms. <laughs> He's going to be mad because he going to be changing. You know, you know, dressing rooms nowhere. He's going to be changing in the middle of the store. His ass is going back to the no. campus. No, protect <laughs> save goes, the children. I'm going to be late picking them up every day. Everything like I'm not. Gonna deal with 
no more virtual learning, so please don't end up like and having a heart attack from me having a heart attack with him every day. So you know, I sub at a school, and you know, because I sub are a lot smaller, but it's such a distraction with the mask and things, and they are doing their part. Schools really are like there's so much sanitizer, the temp checks, stuff like that. The hardest thing though. Little kids have to walk, and they say, walk like zombies, and you put your arms in front of you so that they don't touch other kids. And other kids want to just be so helpful, and you're just like, zombie arms, like, Aww. telling them, like, to back off. And so it is hard because, like, yeah. you know, I'm definitely, like, more of a softer person, so if a kid's having a bad day, I just want to, like, touch them, and you can't do that. So I feel like kids, you know, yeah, some need to go back, but then some that just aren't emotionally, like, sure about it, it's not the time to send them out. Yeah. Well, Miles needs to go back. He, <laughs> he, he's in that number that needs to be in the classroom. I don't care what he got to do. He just needs to do it because this at home stuff is not working. Are you going to let him have the vaccine? No. Hell no. Well, I'm going to do it. I take the flu shot, though. So I'm one of those people. No. He got the flu shot one time when he caught the damn flu. So. <gasps> Done with this. <laughs> no. I did it one. I had never did it before, and I think I did it maybe two years ago. And we ended up at the emergency room in Bedlam. Oh, because because he had caught the flu. So. True. True. Yeah. So what's been going on? Have you tried anywhere new this week? I haven't gone anywhere. Um, I think the corniest thing I did this week was try the ghost pepper wing from Popeyes. <laughs> Good? They were good. But you know, like they say, ghost pepper is the hottest um, pepper. And they sell that in a draft through. Is it soft? Yeah, trust is a it's just chicken wings. Is it saucy? That's what I mean. No, it's not. It's dry. That's dry. But they were good. Did your nose run? A little. But not like. So it was like a Casper ghost, not like a. Yeah, it wasn't I'll super spicy. <laughs> it wasn't as I was anticipating. Yeah, well, this weekend I went to. We took my little babies, grandma and aunt to the Cheesecake Factory. Just as a, you know, thank you, get out the house type thing. Um, that, that was kind of, it was kind of awkward because you know, they're really like, they'll freak. So oh, it was yeah. kind of like, I don't know if I'm safe. I'm like, girl, oh. put your mask down, eat your food, you know. <laughs> you ain't call me yet, you ain't gonna get it, but, um, Really didn't do nothing this past weekend. The week before that, I went to New York, and I really enjoyed myself. Like I can move to New York. Really? Not not in the winter time, cause like <laughs> okay, Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> no, for real. Like I gotta be by coastal, cause you know I'm a I'm a Southern belle to to the best of me. But I really enjoyed myself. But when it got cold, like bitch, I bought a forty dollar jacket at the at the gift oh, shop. There, I like, feel like it's cold now though. Like I'm over here like. <laughs> Finding eye that it's just nothing but buildings. Like I, I'm just so intrigued oh, by all the different, with like, yeah, y'all have no houses, like no neighborhoods, yeah. nothing, you know, not in and the everything is straight up and down. Right, everything straight up and down. Everything look like a project to me. <laughs> so every time we pass an apartment, I was like, is that the project? Is that the project? So, um, it was just, 
I was just interested in it. And then I love, of course, my partner is a Caribbean or Jamaican man. So I love Jamaican food. Like we went to this Kingston bakery. Yes. And I had the best bread. It was hot. It was like, I was like, oh my God, I love this place. And then his mama made us oxtails for breakfast. And she packed a, a lunch when we went to the airport when we went home. I was like, I can get used That's to this. Cool. Like, I need to come live here. Like, let us stay here just a month. Like, she's alone now. Like, she does, she stays by herself. So, I was like, man, we should definitely come stay for like a month or two. So. Okay, Jamaica. I know. I don't know if it's Jamaica though. Cause she like, I don't like everything. Like the, oh, okay. I don't like everything. Like, I don't like Ikea and sausage. I don't like plantain. I don't like bananas. I don't like nothing banana ish. So you just so, like the meat? Are I do. And they the say, where's like, the meat? Where's the meat? <laughs> they, say, they say I'm a carnivore because I'm like, oh, I don't want all that rice. rice but I like the meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want all that rice. You keep the meat. Rice, I don't know why they eat so much rice, but they don't taste good. I think the average is that too, though. Yeah. So this week is my full week of my nipples being pierced. About damn time. What are you going to do? I'm not doing this shit. Take a while to heal. The only, the only thing that I have pierced is I did not get a pierced myself. Mama did this. It's my ears. Seriously? I don't do pain. I don't do unnecessary pain. It's a different kind of pain, though. It's, it's okay. Pain. I, don't do, I don't do no pain. I'm going to live vicariously for you guys. And the first thing a, a man says is when they see it, they're like, oh, you got your. And then, yeah, so it's just. It's just a lot. It's good, but I've seen like a lot of YouTube videos. I haven't had any crazy stories. Like, I mean, it hasn't snagged on anything, fake God. You just wait till it does, and your soul will leave your body, and you will just be like, no, because I, no, I got hit. You're shining the kid the no, other day. It's just that slide a certain way. Did it hurt? Hell or? yeah, it hurt. I thought it was clean. And it never does. Never. No, it's, in your, it's an in your head type of pain. But it's so, it's what debilitating. Is so I don't know. It took my shit like two and a half years to get to a point where I was like, oh, it's not need to be clean. So when do you change your... I changed mine at week four, but... You did? Did. Oh. I wanted, because I wanted rose gold everything. So I just started <laughs> switching barbells all over my body. I was just like, what? No. Oh, um, but yeah. All right, what would you consider piercing if you don't have your ears pierced? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing? Not even a second hole? Uh-uh. No tattoos, no. Nothing. You can have a baby come out of here. Right. Freaking Southern Belle over here. Uh, no, no tattoos for me. I always, when I was in high school, all the girls had tramp stamps. And I always wanted my name on me. And then I, I was destined to get one. So my mama, she didn't really care. And then I went to California uh, one summer. My grandma was like, y'all know your name? I know my, y'all don't know your damn name? And I was like, yeah, I know my name. She was like, you. You don't put a bumper sticker on a Bentley, baby. And I was oh. like, okay, cool. I won't do it. I never got a tattoo. Damn. <laughs> I never really thought about getting one ever again. So. Oh, wow. I think you should get something. Yeah. Sagittarius here. Now give me a, a the water one. So okay. What's the contemporary <laughs> tattoo? <you have> <laughs> What's going on in the the news this time? Nothing really. I just want to know. So, Moneybag just celebrated his birthday, and 
I don't know if you know, but I think he bought her a Lamborghini truck. Yeah. And she turned around and bought him a Bentley. Or the Rolls Royce? I think it was a Maybach, but. Let me, let me. A Mercedes, yeah, a Maybach. I think it's let what she go. bought him. Um, What did she do? What is she? She like a uh, I, want, I don't know if it's a video girl or yeah, what. Yeah, she bought him a Maybach. But what did she? What is? And then I seen her net worth. I think was like three hundred. Yeah, I've been seeing between three hundred and five hundred thousand yeah, dollars. Three hundred thousand. Um, and then but she's just an influencer. That's yeah, it. basically. I, I guess yeah. that's what we would call her. But I think to be that too, like. That seemed like a pretty easy job, it must right? Be. But my thing is, do you feel like she felt pressured to get him an expensive gift because he quote unquote went all out for her? To I the point that I, I, don't, that they I don't think so. I think that. Um, I mean, I hope not. She seems that doesn't seem. She give me like go go digger vibes, but I'm actually wrong. I mean, I don't know her personally. I don't really follow. I don't follow her. I follow. Um, the other one, Jada. Oh, okay. But I don't follow um, her, so I don't know. I don't know about her. But I just, when you look at her, it's like, why would anybody you gift? So they're serious. I guess so. Okay. Are they more serious than uh, him and May? Well, I mean, she got a dog. <laughs> I heard, also, too, I kind of heard that that was kind of like a, a industry decision or a, a publicity oh, stuff. Okay, um, to put them two together. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know if that was true or not, but I do kind of feel like it's some truth to it. And I believe he said it in an interview. Like, okay. that was just something that they did for the industry. Like, he got love for or whatever, but they wasn't obviously they wasn't together the way him and Ari is. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, if you make five hundred thousand dollars a year and the car costs two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, that's half your salary, right? Exactly. I think that's a bit so expensive. Yeah, I think so what happened with the pressure? People were watching her to see what <coughs> she would do for him. I think. I mean, but I don't know. I guess me just being a regular person thinking to myself, I didn't think she was gonna do nothing for him for his birthday. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know. But like I said, I don't. Maybe it was the pressure, or the eye, or whatever. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. But I'm just like, the hell, you oh, know. <laughs> Right, what's going on? Uh, but no, I, I did see that, and I'm seeing like Facebook and Twitter, and everybody losing their minds discussing what this girl can afford. But I mean, I I guess that's that's how we stay relevant. We discuss other people, you know, people discussing you that and shit. That's rich folks' problems. I ain't worried about that. Right. So has Le, um, I seen LeBron James Ronnie Wayne Wade smoking weed i guess it was via snapchat or some other social media site do you did you see that clip i did it was like uh just smoke the denvers or something like something <laughs> just smoke the nuggets or something like that um so my question is do you leave a bubble to go like handle that or absolutely or is his wife you know do you trust your wife that your wife is strong enough to handle that and I'm, you you get to him in two weeks because i mean he got a responsibility to his team that's his job i mean i think you do have to trust your counterpart mm -hmm. um but in this situation i think because lebron james is who he is you know opening charter schools and you know trying to be 
be more than just an athlete. I think we can. That's unacceptable. I mean, I think it's unacceptable. And it's been deleted since then, but I also kind of feel like I don't, I mean, regardless of whoever he is in the public eye, he still has a job. And the reason why he's able to be able to be in the public eye the way that he is and how he was able to get the notary and the resources to do that charter school and to be all of these things is because he's a basketball player. And the rule is you cannot leave. And if you do, you have to quarantine for so many days. So that's costing him that could possibly cost his team who he has a commitment to. And I mean, shit, he, what he gonna do? He already smoked it, right? I mean, he did. He can talk I, to him. And he, can, and he can also whoop his ass in two weeks. That would be a two week long wait of, <laughs> of, anxiety, of anxiety. Like, a motherfucker, like, oh, wow, you know, what? what's gonna happen? You know what I'm saying? I don't know what my daddy gonna do, you know what I'm saying, when he get back. But I, I do think that the conversation needs to be had and i'm not saying that the conversation wasn't had it yeah. more than likely it was but i don't think he should leave the bubble and go i think i think he i think his savannah that yeah, savannah, savannah should mm-hmm. go ahead and handle that um put him on whatever y'all gonna do and then when lebron get back then he can get physical with him if that's what he yeah, chooses yeah. to do we don't know if he even whooped his kids so yeah. <laughs> you know what well, he going home for to yeah you know, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. He can yell over the phone. True. Because if he got the impact that he should have as a parent, it don't matter where you at. You you can discipline it and get your kids together. Or are we holding these, you know, athletes or celebrity children to a higher standard? You know, because at the end of the day, kids will be kids. Right. And I think, I'm not saying, I mean, if it was my kid, it would be a problem. Okay. Just because I, I, I don't condone it. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that that's okay. I don't, I don't want you smoking a cigarette, you know. Yeah. You don't see me doing that, so you don't get to do it. But I, I, I feel like regardless if he, regardless if his dad is a basketball player or not, mm-hmm. his dad stands for so many things in the public eye. You know what I'm saying? He's pretty much had a squeaky clean career thus far, and they ain't really been able to dig him no real dirt on LeBron. So why not go after his son? Yeah. So I just feel like yes, he had a responsibility unlike no other. You know what I'm saying? So if he wants to be a basketball player and he wants to continue the legacy, he got to learn not to tarnish the legacy. Just, you know, just as it was done. So. I agree. Yeah. But well, yeah, other than that, nothing really has transpired. Right. Yeah. I do feel like that there is so much. <laughs> First of all, I want to just state this. Um, we waited 194 days for a verdict that, oh, yeah. you know, I don't know that I want to say I'm surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm saddened by the the lack of response and the lack of urgency to, to do what's right. At the end of the day, for me to understand that I'm sleeping in my home with my with whoever with 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 someone that I care about that is living legally a legal gun owner and someone comes into my home and shoots because they at the wrong apartment and kills me and all I'm worth is twelve million dollars 
And I just can't for the life of me understand how that's justifiable. And the person that they were looking for was already in custody. So it's just, it's a shame that black women are so unprotected when we are such an asset to humanity all around and people don't respect us enough to say regardless it's too many laws first and foremost too way too many laws to protect police officers police officers are not supposed to be terror terrorists mm-hmm. they're not supposed to be they're supposed to protect and serve the city exactly they are a counterpart they are a partnership to the citizens on who pays their salary mm-hmm. but they can they have in a sense, in, I mean, according to the Breonna Taylor's case, they are protected. <laughs> they're invincible. They have, yeah. you know, there is no... They are above the law. And that's that's ridiculous that you can make a mistake and you still, not only do you still get to keep your job, but there are no, char- no criminal charges coming against you. And even the men that they did decide to go ahead and indict. What are the charges? Like, what is that? And then Basically, this girl was the walls. Tra- yeah, she was a productive citizen. You know what I'm saying? Right. We can't say, oh, she was just... The- and, it- and I know people were trying to say, well, her life is no different from this, 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 that, other. It's not about that. It's still a human life. You know what I'm saying? And this girl had goals, and she was attaining goals. She was trying to make something of herself. You know what I'm saying? Correct. And for me, it's- it is... It's disheartening and it's sad, but I also felt like we are in a sense becoming immune to this because A, it took so long. How mm-hmm. many how long did we say her name? Say her name. Yeah. You know? 194 days. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and then if we if there would have been black cops oh, and killed a white young lady yeah. that was as productive as Breonna Taylor was. Not only would they have been in jail day one, day two, mm-hmm. but they would be ostracized. They would never be able oh, yeah. to work again. These these people still got their jobs. And they're walking around <laughs> as social beings. Exactly. That, to me, was ridiculous. Um, and this, this is still not justice, like you said. What it's it's not justice, and I don't believe. It's too many inconsistencies in the case. For me to truly believe that this was a fair, honest proceeding. Yeah, yeah it, it just wasn't. I just don't believe that this is what we've come to. Is that as a black woman, if a police did it and they had a, a warrant that was signed, then everything is okay. And that's not that's not cool. I don't agree with that. Like, I truly feel like what are, what can we do? You know, and I, I correct register to vote, go out and vote, but we can't just put all of our hope in our because our life and our survival is not dependent on voting. Right. It's dependent on making demands, having a strategy, having some tactics, and educating yourself on the law. Yeah, <laughs> because if we understood the law, a lot of times we are able to overcome. So many of these things that people are 
throwing our way, you know, but it is crazy that you could be brown or black and you're automatically a target and you're, you're, you're automatically deemed less than if it's a white cop yeah. or a, a race. White people feel like they're in their superior and it's crazy because it was like, who made you guys superior? You, you don't have any light in your skin. You can't work in the sun for a long period of time. You don't really have any special orders or anything about you that you haven't stolen from people of color. Mm-hmm. But then now you're superior. Black people got to stick together. Black people got to understand the law. And they gotta they gotta get in a sense to where we can work together. All the other mm-hmm. cultures, Mexicans and Chinese and or Asians, they all work together and they have oh, yeah. you know group economics. And regardless if white people want to play that game or not, they don't have to. They always they got their own mm-hmm. culture and they they uphold that. And it's Your like African African Americans are still trying to figure it out. Like how do we? find our place in this society or how do we create our own new society to where it doesn't matter what these white people doing because we're not you shopping at that grocery stores. We're not buying that that still goes back to the crab in the bucket mentality that, you know, a lot of black people have. I don't, Mm -hmm. I think, I guess they feel like by sharing my knowledge with you is going to make you competition yeah yeah it's going to dim my knowledge or dim my light when it no it's not about that it's about creating you know a community that we can do this like my friend she's you know she's loud they have a lawyer they have their own banks they only shop at their own grocery stores they you know and it's Mm -hmm. and to see that and they have i don't know what you call it or what the correct term of it is, but let's say if you wanted to come and start your own business, we're all going to chip in mm-hmm. after you do your research. Everybody's going to chip in and help you financially to, you know, and that's that group economics. That's, yes. that's, you know, that they are in a sense, the pyramid scheme, but ain't yes. nobody running off with the money. Yes. And it's just like, honestly, I support so many black businesses and black people, but I'm afraid to put my money in the pot with yeah. some other black people that I don't know. You know, and I and, and that's I guess in a sense, you know, I got some responsibility in it too because I I am too following along the stereotypes. That's because I've seen people run off with other folks' money and stuff like that. So I agree. We just black people got to do better because we got to unite. You know, we can't. Some of us can't be. Oh, I'm Republican. And then a lot of people, when black people get to a an area or a place of standard or you know when they feel like they've oh, made it correct they they just like hey i'm just happy to be here they don't do anything to bring the next person up there yeah. with them there's no mentorship right and, yeah. and it's it's room it's, it's not only room for all of us but it's we got the power and the knowledge and the capability the ability to the to, to yes. take it over oh, yeah. to make the bank our bank as opposed to wells fargo Great. That, <laughs> that was, yeah. Yeah. The people, all the people that work for Wells Fargo, oh my God. Like, I mean, I don't use Wells Fargo, but if I did, I would close my account. Yeah. But that's, that again, <laughs> that's the unity, you know, mm-hmm. that we lack. Yeah. Because we feel like, oh, I'm just one person. Mm-hmm. What is my 
vote going to matter? You know, what is my pulling my funds or my business away from this corporation going to do? How it matters. Yeah, you wait, wait and see. Yeah, <laughs> if if every black person, you know, I know, I, I know a lot of black people that only bank with Wells Fargo. At one point, I banked with Wells Fargo, and I understand why people of color may like that particular financial institution. But at the end of the day, we just got to educate ourselves. Mm-hmm. Period. I mean, banking ain't even really the way to go anyways. You really right. want to be a part of a credit mm-hmm. union. Yep. Banking number the business a corporation. It's so recycling your money. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I just I we just gotta research we got we gotta understand what is going we gotta understand our surroundings. We can't just wanna exist a part of society and not have to go through the back door no more because mm-hmm. colors no colors allowed. We we gotta be able to Exist on some businesses, on something. We gotta also be able to know how to stand up in the face of adversity and and not end up in handcuffs or shot or killed. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of us are afraid to be bold or to go against what we know is wrong because we're not really looking to get hurt or to get killed or anything. So I just think we as a race, we got to do better. And whatever I could do to extend how we can do better, I'm, I'm definitely willing to do so. so. Yeah. It's like an office. One sits at the desk, one's on the laptop. It's right. Quiet. It's so cute. Yeah, it's really cute. And they have like YouTube playing on the TV, like music. It's like the most depressing shit. So I'm like, what are y'all going through? I'm like, nothing. What they be playing? And I'm terrified of what happens when this is over. 
because now it's been okay to be like, oh, just come over, just like, do you not know I will fucking rob you? Like, first of all, that's so dangerous. And then you feel like more pressure to like, you know, touch each other's privates and all these things. No, I don't want to do that. I literally just want to like have a good time. And it's harder now because it's so confusing. But y'all, I do have a story. And I hope this this person, the subject of the story is listening. So what attracted me most to him, um, his birthday is actually my daughter's birthday, September 29th. And I was like, oh my gosh, to meet someone to, that's going to love me like me. And I should not meet any woman and be like, oh, love like me. But I'm not kidding. The first day I met him, I came up with our wedding hashtag. So I was like, ah, I'm all in. So he seemed like he was this really great person. I spent the night. And I was like, hey, can I tickle your balls? And he was like, what? No. Like, most guys will be like, Ooh, you know, like the whole spirit. You know, they're, they're up for a good time. So I was like, okay, well, this must be a real gentleman. Like, he's saving himself. No. <laughs> Not so, like, <laughs> day four goes through. We've At this point, we've seen each other four nights in a row where we've seen him at one, one of each other's houses. And this isn't, like, the fourth day I've known him. But on the fourth day that we spent the night, finally I was like, are you going to get naked or not? And then <laughs> the reason I wanted him so to. So now you're aggressive, huh? I am. I feel like that is my best quality. So the reason, <laughs> I, wanted, <laughs> the reason I wanted him to get naked, though, was because. <laughs> that sounds really bad if you're just walking into this. But when I would hug him, I would feel like what felt like bandages. Kind of like under his armpit, that like if you're hugging yourself where your hands fall, that's where I felt like I was feeling bandages. And don't get me wrong, he has very petite wrists and ankles, and I just thought that was so fucking weird. But I didn't think anything of it, so I wanted to see him naked because I was like, "What are those bandages?" Because I Facetime, <laughs> I think I saw some insulin, and I was like, "Well, maybe he's on steroids or something, or maybe he's even diabetic." So I wanted answers. So I was like, "Are you taping your titties down?" And so at that point, I made him really insecure. Mind you, he wouldn't let me tickle his balls. Wouldn't take off his shirt. Like, y'all know how I feel about <laughs> night clothes sleepers. So already I was like, something is really wrong. Like, you know, and he loves to make out all those great things. He has no facial hair. I'm not kidding. In my head, y'all, I started wondering, was I with, like, a trans person? And so, because, <laughs> like, it's not that he has, like, titty titties, but he had some really pointy, like, chest. No facial hair. His voice isn't dropped yet. Didn't let me tickle his balls. So I was like, you know, I haven't really verified that this is a whole nigga. So I'm like, I like him anyways. Whatever. You know, maybe that's where I'm at. It's my love addiction right now. So finally, you know, I hate to kiss and tell because I'm a Southern Belle, like you, Sharif. But y'all, when I tell you I felt like his thingy with thumb wrestling with my lady parts. Y'all, it was the smallest, <laughs> it was just the smallest his wrist and his ankles. So I feel like that doesn't count and that's why I can talk to you guys about it. But he left on all of his clothes. Like shirt, pants, underwear, like So you still don't know what the man he was doing. He said it was because he plays basketball basketball in the morning that it was like um some kind of like muscle tape so he can have a better performance. I was like, what back is gonna help you perform? So I'm <laughs> really hurting his feelings though, calling him 
<laughs> I was like, oh. yeah, because like he was very private about his presence, and it made me very uncomfortable though, because I'm just like, he might still be a trans. He might really be. Like I really like, and I was just like, well, I don't know if he's trans. Still going to the do do the trans men or do trans men grow penises? I mean, you can if you go. And I was just like, you know, I wanted to sit there and shine a flashlight on it. And he was like, oh, and I was like, well, how do I know? And he was like, well, that's what condoms are for. And I was like, no, 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 so put that thing away. And so, well, I told him to put that thing away when I realized, like, my thumb could also be his penis. And so, <laughs> and so now we're stuck at this makeout phase, and I feel really bad because he kind of loves me now. And, oh, well, this is how that conversation got started, actually. Y'all ever play chicken with your phone? No, like that? where you're like, I have nothing to hide. Go through it. Oh, Thinking oh, they'll yeah. be like, yeah. don't even worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> he worried about it. So he goes and he scrolls and he scrolls and he sees a message from like one of my favorite people. And he was like, this was just sent today. And I was like, no, I sent that to you today. That was sent to him yesterday. <laughs> and so his feelings were hurt. And so like how we ended up in that compromising position was he was like, are you going to choose them or me? And of course... What am I supposed to say? And so I was like, well, I want you to choose me, pursue me. And then I was like, are you ashamed of me? Y'all, so this man also told me, mind you, he has little bitty wrists and ankles, that I need... Is he skinny? He's very... His ankles and wrists are skinnier than him, but he's not big in me. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like your size. Yeah, so, but his wrists are probably smaller. So that doesn't turn you off like his. I mean, it really did. But I mean, his hands are human size, but his hands, his wrists are like doll size. Like, and like, like even though think about it, it's like he grew no fat or muscle around his bones. That's how you can like picture it. Oh and he God. has like that really perfect skin when you think of like. Oh, I can't even explain it, y'all. But um. Basically, I tried to humble him. He went through my phone, and then he's like, he was hurting his own feelings. So by the end of it, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to head out. Because I felt like there was nothing. I didn't want to explain the text messages. I didn't want to explain the situation. He's like, pursue me. And then I was like, well, are you just ashamed to take me out in public? He's taller than me. And, like, proportion-wise, he's bigger than me. But every time we have a date, something happens where we can't go or we just end up inside. And so I was like, look, if you broke, just say that. And he was like, that's not it at all. So then he tried to stunt about what he has or whatever. And not stunt, because he did you. prove all those things to me. But y'all, this man told me that, he was like, have you ever considered, like, a breast reduction or something? Yeah, because he was like, you know, you're probably the biggest person I've talked to. Like, weight-wise, chest-wise. And he, he's like, well, I'm a, he's a butt man or whatever. And I was just like, <laughs> well, there's, there's no period challenge over here. The only period I got is every 28 days. And so I was just kind of like, what are you going to do now? So that's the struggle I'm sticking with. And like right now I'm kind of stuck with him because he's, <laughs> he's so nice and he's like such a good kisser, but I'm pretty sure he's a girl. So, <laughs> does he, so does he call in the morning? He, oh, that's another thing. He's so critical. Like, I feel like I might be in an abusive relationship now. <laughs> <laughs> so he wakes up naturally. Like, he's, I thought I'm a morning person. Like, I'm like Cinderella. Like, once you wake me up, the alarm goes off. 
I'm like, good morning to you. Good morning to you. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm texting you at 7 o'clock. What are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. And so he gets up naturally at 5. But when I was spending the night over there, he kept getting up at 4. That third night, I started crying like a like, <laughs> like, you know, the most successful people start their day. <laughs> Why? So I sit here, like, I was really, really crying in the bed, and he was really concerned, and he laid his ass back down, and I was just like, <laughs> like, I'm a very nice morning person, so I don't understand why he gets up that early. But he goes and, like, plays basketball and stuff like that, and um, basically he was like, you know, I'm going to improve your life. Like, oh. you know, no. Because he's like, you can wake up early. You can be more active. Get this weight off of you. Oh, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> the second time he's called you fat, right? No, he was showing me pictures of his exes. And he was like, see, you know, I like prefer petite girls. Oh, no. Nate, you met me on a dating site. You knew what I have total body pictures for every single picture. There is no tricking you. I even have like one of those look back edit pictures that you know <laughs> that I am not, <laughs> you know, out of here And so, you know, I just don't understand. But no, so that is something that drives me crazy. And so I feel like I take really low blows at him. Like, about his appearance. So both of y'all just ended up being shaky. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a Libra quality. That's, we're very passive aggressive. Toxicity. Yeah. No, but we're the, not toxic because, like, the Libra that I knew was terrible. We was all gross. She was like, she is. She is. A Libra man is like the most toxic. Everybody. Yeah, no, Scorpio man is toxic. I think it's no, Virgo man, man is the most toxic. Virgo <laughs> no, 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 man, the they know it all. Yeah, they are Virgo like, man is the worst man in the world, but a Libra man is very toxic. They're very oppressive. A Libra, no, a Libra man. Uh, is Scorpio toxic. man is toxic as the fool. I think Scorpio men know they're like God's gift, so they're oh, shit, but they're not. They really not. Oof. They think they are. They're insecure about it, but they think exactly. they are. But no, I'm telling you, Libra man is the worst. Like everybody likes him, but then they have so many insecurities. Yeah, I feel like and, he is insecure though. Like, and really it's like you ain't. Why do you people like you? Like you're terrible. You know. I don't like, do that. And, you know, <laughs> with me, it's like it's not that I'm fake or phony or anything like that. It's like I'm a people pleaser. So with him, I'm like trying to please him. But where's his people pleasing like trait? Because I'm like, damn. I'm really over here. Nah, we said you going through it. This is you get, big girl. <laughs> big girl. What? The one I lose that little weight. So no, but then I, I'm like, oh, I'm not a liar. And then I just forgot this little part of the story. So <laughs> yesterday I had to take my friend's kid to a doctor's appointment. It just so happened to be a plastic surgeon. So he um, Google duoed me because he doesn't believe in Apple products and doesn't have an iPhone. And every time I end up giving a nigga a chance that has an Android, they do this to me. So I feel like this is me needing to say that in my next love addiction group therapy. But <laughs> I need to stick to my nose because um, boundaries are real. But no, um, so I was like a plastic surgeon. He's like, what are you doing there? I was like, I thought you said you like girls with big butts. He was like, oh, you would do that for me? I was like, you're supposed to say that I am fine the way I am. So he spent all day today telling me that I am fine the way I am just if I would take the time for myself. <laughs> and I'm not like a busted can of biscuits. Like, I feel very <laughs> However, I come. So it's just really, I'm in a You're still trying to love him. I mean, I'm going to fix him, y'all, because, like, I just like what he has. 
And I feel like I could really walk away with a lot in that divorce. You can't stay with someone that's gonna like he would be that person where you have kids and he'd be like, You didn't birth the baby right. Or <laughs> like he would be that type of person. And it I really sounds just, like <laughs> that sounds like my type. So <laughs> I've had one of those so I both see how baby like gave me in before huh? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you should really be an equal opportunity. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't agree with that. You know, I want to say like I think y'all are most definitely bad influences. Like you know, you got a twin, so to speak, and she is nowhere near as goofy and inappropriate as you. Is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Like I think like I wouldn't dare take y'all to a funeral because y'all be. No, it would be you. <laughs> That's you. That's you. That's the silent killer. I'd be like, what there. the hell? <laughs> that but, is um, no, but y'all be laughing. I'd be like, bro, you're supposed to laugh out loud. <laughs> That's a virtue that God did not put, give me. Yeah. But I think it's just like Mallory, she does not meet strangers at all. No matter where we go, 
And then I make you guys not be strangers to those strangers. Right. And, we're like, and then here we go, collective bitches. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, where's your friend? She'll be here. Or they're like, I think I need to talk to her. And they've only met her like two times in their life. Whatever floats your boat. I don't know. But I do think that I do want to, before we leave or close out tonight, I do want to, I have a community initiative that I like to present. I basically want to help out the homeless. So it's pack your bags, any old bags that anyone has, uh, purses, fanny packs, book bags, any kind of bag. All I ask is that if you give a bag with a zipper that it closes, if you can donate your old gently used bags um, to us regroup, I want to be able to stuff those bags with toiletries, masks, um, any non-perishable items, sanitizer, and just give them out to the people on the that are homeless here in Dallas. There are so many people downtown um, that are just literally standing in the median of the street up under the bridges and they don't have masks. They don't have masks. They don't have <laughs> I know, they don't have nothing. Like literally and I just and COVID is hard, even on, like, you know, yeah, yeah. everyone. Correct. They may have changed, but they can't go into the store and spend, yeah. to spend it unless they give it to someone else or have to trust someone else to be able to spend those, you know, those few funds that they do have. So if you are able to divide. So to, give us those Louis, those Birkins, those <laughs> maple bags. We are waiting. Right. <laughs> the, the people, right, the few people in Dallas that we know, they have those things, huh? But no, um, that are See, true, shady. Right? See? But no, if you have a bag, it's going to be called Pack Your Bag. Uh, we regroup and we're going to give those bags out weekly. I'm going to stuff them with all the non-perishable items. I've been blessed enough to be able to give to other people. I believe that that's where my blessings come from. So if you are able to give, please do. And thank you for listening and tuning in to our very first uploaded podcast here at we grew.